1-800-795-1195. Equal housing lender. Welcome into the morning sports desk on a Wednesday. How's it going, Corey? Uh, good. How are you this morning? Uh, feeling pretty good after uh, watching the Twins uh, take care of business at the All-Star Game last night. Yeah, some fun stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty good. Were uh, you able to watch? I was able to watch, and I tuned in just in time for this. It's clear this year. Trying to lead the Twins to the postseason. He turns on a ball and hits it a mile. Byron Buxton puts the AL in front. Two mammoth home runs. Stanton and now Buxton. That's Byron Buxton there, uh, hitting a go-ahead home run, which would put the AL in front, uh, three to two. With twin, uh, the American League won the game three to two. Everybody was hoping that though it would go into extra innings, or at least it would be tied after the ninth, because then it uh, turns into a home run derby to see who wins. Buxton, like, what was that a high fastball? It, it was. A, it was like above belt high. It was it was above the letters, honestly. That thing was it was a rising fastball, and he just went right up with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would have been a ball if he wouldn't have swung at it. But he just like a no doubter out of the strike zone. Yeah, no doubter <laughs> out of the strike zone turned into a no doubter home run. He hit that thing over four hundred feet. Uh, I mean, he's really good at hitting high fastballs. I think we've seen that over the course of the season. But to see him do it on the All Star Game stage was uh, pretty great to see. Also. Uh, Luis Arise had a pretty good showing as well. Now, I saw the Buxton home run on social media. I didn't watch any of the game, but I did get to see the home run. And then I saw a great kind of funny stat about the Luis Arise hit. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember it exactly, so so bear with me. But the guy he got the hit off of hasn't given up a hit on a curveball like maybe all season. It's at least been like for the last month, right? But it's yeah. potentially, but it's like something stupid. He hasn't given a, up a hit on a curveball at all, at all this season. At all this season. Is that what it was? Yep. He's only allowed a hit on a curveball once in his career. So, which is just incredible. And Arise fouls off two fastballs over a hundred miles an hour. One at a hundred and one, or one at a hundred and two, the other at a hundred and three. And then gets a hit on a curveball. So, <laughs> and he smoked that ball. By the way, this wasn't like oh, he just kind of like poked it and it had a soft little roll and whatever. It just sque- it wasn't a seeing eye single. He smashed it at the second baseman and the high hop took it into the outfield. So people on social media were like, "I hope that uh, like everybody knows that's an error, right?" And it's like, no, it's not. He hit the ball hard, like, and it just got. It's not like he misplayed it. It wasn't hit like hard, but at him, that thing was smashed and took a high bounce off the dirt. Uh, Arise crushed that ball, and it's really nice to see him doing a Luis Arise thing. So I was hoping that in one of those at bats, he would get like a full count, kind of like a nine pitch at bat kind of oh, deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, you got to see a few head shakes, a little bit of the animated stuff, and you got to see him foul off a couple really tough pitches and then smack a curveball. The best pure hitter in baseball, Luis Arise. Uh, Twins had a nice uh, showing there. Byron Buxton, though, was snubbed for the All-Star Game MVP. You think so? Yeah, I think so. So the American League scored all three of their runs on two batters. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton 
hit a two-run home run to tie the game at two in like the fourth or third inning, and then Buxton came up and hit the go-ahead home run. And the only reason, I understand you can make the case for Stanton because he hit the two-run home run, that's two runs, that also tied the game, but Buxton, one, hit the go-ahead home run, and, I mean, that's that should count for something. And also, if Giancarlo Stanton hit the go-ahead home run, and he or if... Uh, Buxton hit the two-run home run, and he had a Yankees uniform on, he would get it. If Buxton hit the go-ahead home run and he had the Yankees uniform on, he would get it. I mean, they just gave it to a New York team. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a pretty typical Minnesota fan thing to be upset about. I'm going to be upset because the Yankees don't deserve nice things. (laughs) They've already gotten nice things for like 150 years. I don't think they need more. Well, um, I mean, I think everyone can have nice things. No, no, no. No, not New York. We're but, gonna, uh, not the Yankees. No, I mean, I think that's totally fair to have, to, um. We gotta create some kind of controversy, I right? Think, no, I don't, no. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, too late. We're already starting. I, um, but, but I mean, I agree with you. If it would have been the other way around, right? If Buxton would have hit the two run homer and Stanton hit the go ahead homer, he would have been given the, like, Stanton was getting the MVP in this scenario no matter what. Yeah. Which is a bummer. Bummer. But Which is a bummer. But good for uh good for I mean, I I didn't see a single highlight on social media last night of the Stanton home run. No. I didn't see a single one. All, I mean, turns out I don't follow any Yankee groups on Twitter. Although Twitter will recommend them to you because they think only Yankees fans are baseball. But fans. I follow ESPN and I follow you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now that I'm talking about it, my phone's listening, I'm definitely gonna get some. <laughs> but I looked at Twitter off and on all night long last night and only saw Buxton home run. Yeah. So, you know, public discourse doesn't probably think Stanton should have gotten it either. Yeah. Not that social media is the be-all, end-all. If is it, it ever is, we're all doomed. <laughs> it, uh, is the All-Star Game MVP fan voted? That's a great question. I don't know the answer to that. If that's the case, then it's our fault. I mean... I think the I don't know if they choose or not, but you can make your picks for All Star Game MVP. Apparently, as I'm doing a little bit more research, but still, my point still remains. Looks like it's media. Fans do have a say, but not as much as the media. The ballot fan ballot counts for twenty percent of the vote. Oh, so it doesn't really matter then what the fans say. No, it doesn't matter at all. No. Okay. Well, good to know. Um. <laughs> Buxton, though, after his home run, uh, had this to say. Twins fan, that's for you. Twins territory, appreciate you. Hope you enjoying the All-Star game. Go Twins. That video that was obviously just recorded off uh, a Twins PR guy's phone because the audio quality was not good. But uh, Twins territory, that's that's for us. Go Twins. Where's Byron Buxton from? Uh, Baxley, Georgia. Because oh. they, were, they mentioned it about five times in the broadcast. Uh, yesterday, but also twin. He's from rural Georgia. Yeah. Uh, and I always remember the Dick Bramer story because Bramer told it. I think when Buxton either first got drafted or first got called up, but uh, he said, uh, "So Buxton, you're from a you know where are you from?" He's like Baxley, Georgia. It's a small town. He's like oh, about twenty thousand people. And Bramer's like, "I got to stop you right there. Yeah, that's not a small town." <laughs> he's like, "I grew up in Staples. That's not uh, right. Those things are different." That guy's got a lot of a lot of bees going on in his life. 
uh, Byron Buxton from Baxley and his son Brixton. Brixton Buxton. Brixton D- Buxton from Baxley. Don't forget his other son, Blaze Buxton. Oh, that's right. He does have a son named Blaze, doesn't he? Yeah. I forgot about that. The Buxton family, man. I, I just, uh, I don't know. I don't listen to athletes talk very often, so when he sounded very Southern there. Yeah. Twins territory, that's for you. It's like, no, thanks. Thanks, Byron Buxton from Baxley and your son, Brixton. <laughs> Byron Buxton is one of those guys. He's very charismatic. Like he's very. Whenever you put the camera on him, he's very genuine with his answers. You, when he's goofing off, like it's you can see why people like to be around him, why people see him as a good teammate. And then like you hear him do a media read, and it is just brutal. Like it is not because. And I don't know if it's his fault or if I don't know if it's like the people just like all right, one take and get out of here. You know, kind of thing. Because when we read scripts, we have to read them like two or three times before we really feel comfortable, you know, putting it out on the airwaves. Would that be right? No, not for me. <laughs> Corey's a one take, <laughs> one take tackman. That's what they call him. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so but if you ever like, some people are meant to be in the media, CJ. <laughs> well, if you and ever... some people are meant to play professional baseball. Which one do you fall into? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. I quit slow pitch softball because I pet. I kept pulling hamstrings. <laughs> uh, but like, if you ever hear him read a commercial, it's always like. Hi, my name is Byron Buxton. Yeah. I make the catch into outfield. <laughs> and it's like, I feel bad because I feel like he just does one take and they're like, all right, Byron, that's good. And he's probably like, do you want me to read it again? No, we got what we need. I wonder if, yeah, if there's a little, like, if there's a little coaching to that too. Like, we we don't need you to go too fast because we need people to understand you. So go ahead and just take your time. And he's like, do you have the script for me? Like, no, 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 not not yet. It's still in the writing department. It's still in the writing department as a chimp is banging on a typewriter. We're going live in 10 seconds. We're going live in five. Byron, here's your script. And now he really has to take it. I'm sure it's totally unfair. Yeah. Like, here, read this teleprompter that you did not get a chance to read beforehand. Now as it's moving across the screen, you have to, like, focus on what you're doing, but also read and also make sure that, yeah. Uh, anyway, reading is also, um, to be fair, hard. Yeah. And if you are meant to be a professional baseball player, who cares if you know how to read? I always just feel like when he says out, like there, there's one commercial that's stuck in my mind every time he's like in the outfield. And it seems like it's the first time he read that script. And like, it was like one of those words that like was on the end of the page and had to like wrap around to the next line. You could hear the page turn. You could hear yeah, in the outfield. <laughs> I remember uh, we had a, a Stefan Diggs commercial one time, and I, that was my maybe my most fun impression for the entire fall. Mm-hmm. Because he would just go, "Hey there, Vikings fans," <laughs> <laughs> and I know that sounds ridiculous, like I'm making fun of him, but that was an that was exactly correct. Hey there, Vikings fans. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, oh, like the most chill. By the way, everything you ever heard about Stefan Diggs was like the coolest, most relaxed. You know, yeah. like just the coolest cat in every room. And when you walk in and go, hey there, Vikings fans, you are the coolest. Like there's yeah. no way around it. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. What else is there? There's nothing to, to talk about. The Timberwolves. 
signed some doofus for a two-way contract out of the because he had a good summer league. Is that exciting? Uh, nah, because he played most of it with Dallas, I think. So I think it's just kind of you know he's there, he's hanging out. The um, let's see, I'm trying to. Oh, the Saints are in their All Star break. Oh, we talked about this yesterday. Let's let's take just a let's dip our toes into the water. Of AAA baseball. Sure. I got my St. Paul Saints shirt on right now, so it's perfect. Excellent. All right, we're ready. So, I know yesterday we kind of ended things with you talking about, like, what's next? What do the Twins need to do? Is there a move to make? Mm-hmm. Um, one of the names that Twins fans have not seen at the Major League level yet this year, despite the fact he is absolutely crushing it, is Jake Cave. Caveman. Remember Jake Cave? Yeah, drone assassin Jake Cave. He is, like, having an awesome season at AAA. Yeah, he had, and like, a 47-game-on-base streak at one point. There's another guy. His name is Tim Beckham, but whatever. We don't. He's not important right now. Like, is Jake Cave a guy that is, that is a, a, a movable piece? Because when we looked it up yesterday, like, the reason we haven't seen him is because he's out of options. Yeah, if, if he gets sent to the minor leagues one more time, then the Twins are out of him. And then if they try and do it again, then that means the team can claim him. Right. And most teams would because everybody wants outfielder depth. Now, are they are they saving him for uh, what is perceived to be an inevitable Byron Buxton injury? Is it or a Kepler injury or a cure? You know what I mean? Like. Is that what this is? Like, when somebody goes on the 60-day IL, Jake Cave is there waiting to play professional baseball? Or is he a trade piece? What is, what's his, what's his role? I think he's a guy. I think, you know, like, uh, every time, he's a major league baseball player for sure. You can tell because he's mashing AAA pitching. He is a major league baseball player, but I think at best, Jake Cave is a platoon outfielder. Yeah. He's just a guy on, he's like your fourth outfielder on a decent team of like, yeah, he can play the corner outfields. You know, he's fine. He's not like great, but you know, if you need him to like start for a couple weeks because your main guy is down on the IL, you know, you can, you can get over it. But I think Jake Cave is a guy. And in sports terms, you know, there's a difference between a guy and a dude, and he's a guy. Well, there's he's... a lot of there's a lot of guys who can play corner outfield. Mm-hmm. And Jake Cave is one of them. He's a he's in that weird range where he's not good enough to be a major league starter, but he's too good to sit in AAA. So he's just kind of in that middle kind of purgatory range. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't think there's much room for Jake Cave on this Twins roster. You have Kirilov, you have Larnick, you have Celestino, you have Buxton. I mean, you just have so many outfielders that you have, and I just think that the Twins aren't really bothering with Jake Cave because they don't really need him, and he doesn't really fit into the long-term plans, and you'd rather give those at-bats to Celestino. You'd rather give those at-bats to um, Larnick and Kirilov and all those guys. So I think you'd rather do that. I don't think Jake Cave is a trade piece. I don't really think you're going to get any... I mean, he's having a great season in AAA, but I don't think you're really going to get teams to trade for Jake Cave because he hasn't been in the major leagues all season. I don't think a team would really want him uh, unless he's like a side piece in a deal. And if a team wants to take him, sure, trade him. But I just don't think there's much value in him. I don't think he moves the needle for a franchise or even moves the needle on a trade as much as maybe some other players would or a prospect because he's in his late 20s, I think, and only has one option left. It's just, I, I feel like his career just kind of, his career's not going to end in Minnesota because of a trade. I think that's the way uh, it's going to go down. 
All right, this has been the Morning Sports Desk for Wednesday, July 20th. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack. And with Lecvio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lecvio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lecvio.com or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower, longer, Lecvio. This episode is brought to you by Verizon. With Verizon, you can now get a private 5G network, so you can do more than connect your business. You can make it even smarter. Now ports can know where every piece of cargo is and where it's going. Robots can predict breakdowns and order their own replacement parts. And retailers can get ahead of the fashion trend of the day with a new line tomorrow. With a Verizon private 5G network, you can get more agility and security, giving you more control of your business. We call this enterprise intelligence. From the network America relies on, Verizon. 5G ultra-wideband available in select areas. Pre-qualification required for private 5G network. Terms apply.